up, everybody? Welcome to the Two Fat Dads podcast. My name is Ali Flores. I'm going to be your host. My buddy, partner in crime, Jason Logan. What's up? What's up, Ali? I'm man. I'm excited, man. I'm really excited about doing this podcast. When you called and said, "Hey, let's do a podcast," I was like, "Man, you're out of your mind." But then we started talking about it. This is going to be fun. Yeah, dude. Um, as always, we're going to have Jeff over here, our producer Jeff. He's going to be out here rocking it out. And uh, he came to me. I play softball with him. Yep. And he came to me with the idea of, he's like, hey, man, do you have a podcast going? I go, I do not. He goes, I have a kick-ass studio. Let's do that. I go, this is a beautiful studio. Oh, my goodness. For those of you that you can't see what's going on, but he has got this beautiful studio. And this is in a double-wide trailer. Um, I, I didn't know with all the chickens outside that we were going to be able to get a nice studio. Well, out here, it's, it's weird really because nice. it's Celebration Florida. and I, They have a zoning rule about chickens, but I don't know how he got them grandfathered in. It's crazy. <laughs> no, this is nice, man. He put this together. It's really cool. So we are the two fat dads. How are you spelling? You're spelling two a different way. Yeah, I'm spelling it T-O-O because I'm clever like that. You, you are know? clever, man. See, that's what I like about you. <laughs> You say funny things like that. That's good. I like it. <laughs> so what the hell are we going to – some of you are going, what the hell is this podcast going to be about? Well, I love sports. We both work for the NHRA. Sure. We're on the road doing that. We're going to talk a little bit about football, baseball. You like that non-sport soccer. Watch I yourself. Think it's, it's the beautiful game. It's a, it's a beautiful game. This weekend, game. Liverpool handed Man City its first loss in the EPL. Don't tell me I wasn't excited. And see, I have no response to that. It's okay. <laughs> Dude, I spent all weekend at ESPN's Wide World of Sports in a 3v3 soccer tournament with my six-year-old. Now, what, what is that? What is it? A 3v3? Three, three versus three? Yeah, three versus three. And there's it's totally different than playing regular soccer. It's like, uh, let's call it basketball, you know, with only five people. If you threw, like, you know, if you, instead of playing with 11, you're playing with five. So there's skills, there's plays, and there's things like that. My kid doesn't know any of this stuff. Because he plays with a bunch of Brazilians and all the listen, we're going to play. Uh, we're going to play with the uh, the skill. You touch the ball, you do your thing. I don't know if that's a real Brazilian accent. I'm not in with. I'm going to tell you right now. If I closed my eyes, I would have swore I was in Brazil. See, you feel you're in a favela. You're you're feeling life. <laughs> so, anyways, they were out there all weekend long. It was freezing here, and when I say freezing, it was in the 30s. So that's cold in Florida. Mm-hmm. And uh, they ended up winning their their uh, bracket. Nice. And our friend Riley Claremont gave my kid a trophy. Shut the yeah, hell up. Mr. Sports host himself. He looked at me and go, what? Oh, you're that guy. That's what he said to me. But yeah, 3v3 with soccer all weekend. It was uh, kind of painful. I'm not going to lie. Seven, six-year-olds. And uh, they don't, they're, they're good, but they're not good. Well, they're six. Well, they're six, but still. Are you expecting Pele out there? I expect something. So are you that dad? Are you that dad that like brags him by the, by the neck at the end? What the hell were you I thinking? I kind of did at one point in time <laughs> where he, he did something and I was like, and his name's Cooper. I go, Cooper, come on. And I was like, back up. Don't do Stop it. Stop it. So I kind of chilled out. Oh, but, my God. But he's a little smart ass, and he, uh, he gave it back to me from the field. Dad, I, knew, I know what I'm doing. I'm like, <laughs> oh, here we go. Well, because he's six. Obviously, yeah. at six, you know what you're doing. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, there it is. But soccer, come on. We can talk about soccer. You can handle that. Let's, uh, let's, let's, let's back up a little bit okay. um, because no one knows who the hell we are. No. Um, Jason, you're a dad. I let's, am a dad. Let's talk about where you come from, how you got to this point in life, why you decided, you know what, my career and my adulthood is at an all-time low. I'd like to do a podcast with Ali Flores. See, I don't know if it's an all-time low, but it's definitely a midlife crisis. <laughs> I'm 46 years old. I don't know what I'm doing. Some 20-year-old wins 400-something million dollars in the lottery. That's It's unbelievable. Bitch. Um, I, I have four kids. I have twins that are, go to Tallahassee up in Florida State. I have a 17-year-old, and he's a junior, and uh, then there's Oops. Then there's That's oops. what I call Cooper. He's six. <laughs> I call him that every once in a while, and he's like, what are you talking about, Dad? So, yeah, that's what I got going on. Uh, I believe in serving restaurant-quality food to my family. So I nice. cook. I'm the one that cooks in the house. I just got my hair cut today, nice. and I told Cicely, the hairdresser, that I am the female in my house. Hold on. Your hairdresser's name Cicely? Cicely. Nice. Beautiful black woman. Nice. She does fantastic. How's my hair look? Look good? No, dude. Okay, it, cool. It's on point. It's on Thank point. Or, or as the kids say, it is fleek. Is fleek. That, uh, you know what I, another I one is? They say Gucci. They say Gucci? Yep. God, dude, we're old now that we're saying, as the kids say. Yeah, as the kids say. That's oh what happens. Oh, my God. So entertainment-wise, let's go. Who's Jason Logan? What do you do? Uh, I have a uh, talent agency, which is really not your typical talent agency. The state of Florida says you have to have a license to do it. So we book uh, you know, bands, DJs for corporate and social events, stilt walkers, you name it, all kinds of crazy stuff. And then uh, IMC, I DJ. 
Um, that's it. Yeah, man. I just like to have fun. I consider myself an entertainer. There you go. I mean, you can. It'll be your, you know, discretion to call me an entertainer after you hear this, but you know, <laughs> it's it's your your prerogative. So that's 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 J Lo. That's um, me. That's Jason Logan. Uh, me in a nutshell. Uh, I grew up in a very small um, nutshell. Yes, a very Peanut. small nutshell called Immokalee, Florida. Um, I'm like the only actor to ever come out of that town. It is a migrant farm working town. I've been there. Oh, yeah, it's tiny. Um, they have a casino. They do have a casino because we have an Indian reservation, the Seminole, uh, Seminole Casino. Seminole. So it's great. Uh, that is the only thing to do in Immokalee. Only thing to do. Um, and then when I graduated, I, I knew I was going to be a professional baseball player. Went up to North Florida, down by Tallahassee, or up by Tallahassee, uh, to play baseball. And uh, I was also an actor. I've been a professional idiot forever. You're a thespian. I'm a thespian. And, uh, yeah, baseball didn't work out, but theater did. Transferred to Orlando, to UCF. Continued theater. Jumped into the theme park world, doing shows at every major theme park. Um, and that's actually where I met you because I started working at CityWalk. As one of the bad boys of City Walk, um, basically emceeing drunk people, having a good time. Fun. And you were there with uh, Mr. Mova Hill, and we all got together and had a good time. Um, yeah, so I'm an actor. I've just wrapped production with a film called The Beach Bum, uh, starring Matthew McConaughey and Zac Efron, Isla Fisher. And wow, Ali that, Flores, that's dude, me, yo. That is some name dropping right there. Damn right. Watch your feet. I don't want you to step on those names <laughs> I just dropped. Um, so, yeah, I'm a stand-up comedian. I've been doing stand-up for about nine years. I teach it now um, because those that can do, those that can't teach. And yes. I'm teaching. So, uh, yeah, and I'm a dad. I have a beautiful little 11-year-old girl uh, going on 35. Um, she's in sixth grade. So I'm new to this whole. It's my How is kid. that with girls? Because all I have are boys, and they you just throw them in the yard, toes them down after they're done. Your daughter is very out there. I mean, yes. I mean that in a good way. She lets you know she's very expressive. She does her stuff. Oh, she started speaking full sentences when she was little. Like it yeah. wasn't just wah wah or anything like that. It was like, dear father, I would like some water, please. Right. You know, it was crazy. So she kind of was more of an adult when she's came up she spoke full sentences i remember our um uh pediatrician um goes you don't use baby words with her do you we're like why is that wrong right <laughs> she goes no 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 because she speaks to you as if she's having a conversation yeah and i went oh okay so that's good high five i didn't know that and so yeah she's great it's it's difficult oh no not not difficult this is great she's kind of a geeky she loves like harry potter she loves all the little nerdy type things so the other day I'm talking to her and going, hey, um, so boys, what's going on with boys? You're in middle school. Is there anybody out there that you're interested in that I need to shoot? Is there anything going on? She goes, no, dad, I don't care about that. Me and my friends, we just, we're kind of nerdy. We just, we like geeky stuff. We and, like hanging out together. Yeah. She's like, yeah. Uh, we don't, none of my friends have boyfriends or anything like that. And I'm like, okay, good. Let's keep it that way. Yeah, right? Yeah. You got a shotgun shell with their names. When the guys come in, okay, here's a shotgun shell, but put your name on this. You hurt my daughter. There it goes. Put it right on the mantle. <laughs> So, yes. yeah, that, I mean, that's the whole thing. And kids these days, like I said, I've got twins that are they're going to be 20 this week. They're 20. Wow. Are you kidding me? And I asked them when they were in high school, I go, hey, you guys go to any like parties or anything at, you know, after the football game? Oh, no, Dad, we, they, we don't do that. Whoa. They don't do that. They, they, it's, it's a totally different generation. You and I grew up in the 80s. Dude, are, are you kidding me? In the, in, when I was in college... If you didn't go to a party after the game or anything like that, yeah. what the hell? No, I'm, ta I'm talking high school, though. I'm oh, just, no, high school, yeah. I, I used to, They're like, yeah, they're, but they're, they don't do that anymore. I don't get it. You know what it is? It's all the responsible stuff online now. It's like, you know, don't drink and drive. Right. And which, don't text don't, and drive. Don't text and drive. Don't drink and drive. But, I, oh, my God, in high school, I was hammered all the time. 24-7. Um, I mean, you could buy a bottle of some of the most gorgeous of wines boone's um, farm boone's farm strawberry oh, hill the best you could buy that and a thousand packs of ramen noodles for 250 yeah and you're in and you're golden set dude uh, yeah we would be hammered all the but time that's what happens it's not there's it's they don't have that whole mentality anymore which kind of bo bothers me a little bit my kids went off to college and i'm like listen just minimize the stupid that's mm -hmm. basically what I told them. Just don't get arrested. Don't uh, don't uh, sit. You know, don't get a girl pregnant. I go. There's a health department. They will give you condoms. Yes. Just go find it. Just don't be stupid. 
Do you remember the first time you ever went to go get the condoms at, well, at UCF? Remember that? Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I went in there. They told me they're like, oh, there's a bull. You just go get it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, cool, man. I'm gonna get, go get some condoms. I walked in there, took one. I'm like, lady looked at me. She goes, you can have more if you want. <laughs> I was like, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Went back the next week because I still had that one condom. Because I mean, come on, seriously. <laughs> and. uh I was like, I'm going to get more condoms. It got to a point where I was just going in there on the daily, just grabbing handfuls, throwing in my backpack. Great. Oh, my God. It's awesome. See, yeah, that wasn't me. I went and got my one condom, and the lady goes, no, that's it. Not that you can't have more. Just look at you. Yeah, right. It ain't <laughs> happening. You don't need that's a condom me. to masturbate. You're fine. Yeah, you're fine. There's socks. <laughs> you're okay. Did you, did, you, did you try and hide it from your parents? Oh, my but God. But, yeah, no, it's crazy. They're different these days. Yeah, dude. Well, because everything is online now. Anything you do, someone's recording it. Yeah. Like, there's a everyone has a recording studio in their pocket. Right. If that happened when I was in college. No. There's no way. I don't run for office. I don't I don't have a job. You don't have a job. That's like, yeah, that's the crazy. I, I just told Cicely, the hairdresser, I go, if I had YouTube and all that, I would have been arrested 47 times already. Yeah. Yeah. You can't you can't do this stuff anymore. Were you and ever arrested? I have never been arrested. Wow. I went I went to Georgia Southern for a year. And the only reason why I went there a year, because I realized that uh, with my college ID, I could buy beer i go to bars and, and i'm 18 years old i'm a good southern baptist boy who had the blinders on and i went to georgia southern and they were they got ripped off and i was like i'm partying i had a 1.9 gpa my freshman year wow it's awesome it was really good my weekend started on tuesday night and ended on monday morning that's how long my weekend was holy one, it was insane 1.9 that was the same as your blood alcohol oh, content the, uh, the whole week but yeah <laughs> so uh the one time i was pseudo arrested we uh the um guy down the hall he had uh he was all into golf he's like hey man we gotta go to the statesboro golf course he was from uh kentucky you talk like that and uh he goes he goes hey we gotta go to statesboro golf course man i gotta get the golf pros parking sign and i'm like okay let's go all drunk whatever let's go all piled in some vw bug <laughs> went out there and uh not only did we steal the golf pros golf sign that said this is my parking spot whatever uh we start stole uh golf you know bug uh, T-Box T, you know, the little markers that say gold, black, or whatever. We stole those. We stole flags. And here we come. We come pulling into the dorm, and all of a sudden, there's a fire. Like, alarm went off. Oh. Fire trucks, police cars are there. And here we are, tr not trying to hide it. We're like, hey, look what we got. We got all this stuff. Well, the guy who was the golf champion at the Statesboro Golf Course was the chief of police. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, uh, Statesboro, well, the university police department kind of got us, wrote our names down, and don't leave. Yeah, this is like right before Christmas break. I'm leaving the next day. You're out of your mind. <laughs> yeah. When I got back, I thought the entire Statesboro police was going to be after us. They didn't do anything, but they wrote our names down. We made a watch list of some sort. Oh, my God. Were you on a no-fly zone? Yeah. It was like, oh, dude, you're not allowed to leave campus uh, other than to work or this or that. So that's uh, yeah, I've never been arrested other than that. Uh, I've been arrested once. I've been, I've been booked twice. The, the one time I got arrested was for a legally for a reckless driving is what my attorney got it down to but it was i may have had a couple of drinks was this in brainerd um uh, legally i'm not allowed to talk about oh, that gotcha. i'm sorry 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 it's okay uh but it was in and around the area of brainerd minnesota um and the other time was in college we were we were in a group. Now this is when, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to drop some racist stuff right now. So if you're listening, be ready. I, ju I just look both ways. Okay, good. Um, so I'm in a small town on the border of Florida, Alabama, and Georgia. These people had never really seen a Mexican. That's in their the lives. redneck Riviera. Oh yeah, yeah. So you know, I'm, it was crazy. So me and my cousin Renee, um, we're going out with three Caucasians. And we're going to a party. And they had Hunch Punch. Uh, for those of you that don't drink, Hunch Punch is just a bunch of fruit. And they pour a ton of alcohol in there. Um, like what so, kind? Like grain vodka. alcohol. Yeah, all yeah, that stuff, dude. Stuff. All the clear stuff. You just throw it in there and it, just let it soak for a while. And then you eat the fruit and you're hammered. So it's in the trunk. So we're driving. And um, we pass a car. It was a two-lane road. We pass a, a cop, and she, the, the woman who was driving our car, me and Renee are in the back seat, Caucasian woman in the middle, two white people in the front. So the girl 
was hauling ass for some reason. She really wanted to get to this party. So she could drink. Yeah. And the cop that flew by, like, knew that we were going way too fast, turns around lights. So this idiot decides. She's going to outrun the cops. Yeah. <laughs> she tries to take a left. Takes a left, tries to, you know, maneuver her way out of this. We go through a Tom Thumb or a 7-Eleven, you know, like flying through there. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? She's like, no, 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 I'm going to lose the cop. Well, <laughs> she didn't realize they have radio. You know, it's like, hey, there's, there's this car going here. By the time we hit this neighborhood, there's four other cops. Cars. Boom. Corner us. Dude, you're, you're basically on an episode of Live PD. Yes. I love it. Yes. So they pull us out. Guns are drawn. Well, me and Renee, hands are out. And all they saw were the up. Mexicans in the back. Oh, seat. damn right they did. That's it. So they come to the car and they're like, what were you thinking, young lady? Hands out. Hands out the car. You were running. Why are you running? I'm sorry. I just thought I could get away for the ticket. Blah, blah, blah. And they, they put the lights inside. And they're like, who are you? And the guy says his name. And the lady says his name. She look, they see me and Renee. They go, you guys, you boys got drugs on you? I'm like, no, no, sir. All right. I need you to step out of the car. Who? You and you. So me and Renee get pulled out. Now the girl driving, nothing's happening to her. Me and Renee get pulled out. Gunpoint. They handcuff me. They handcuff Renee. They put us in two separate cars. Again, the girl who was driving, nothing. No gun on her. Nothing. They asked me, do you have any alcohol? I said, there's hunch punch in the, in the trunk. And they point over to the other cop to go take a look at it. So they're looking, they're like, they don't find anything because they don't realize what hunch punch is. They just see a thing of fruit and, you know, in a red sauce. So they're talking to me. Now, which one of you decided what was going on tonight? You guys deciding to drink and drugs and all this stuff? And I go, look, I'm just in the back seat, dude. She was crazy enough to try to do this. So we end up going to jail like they, they put us in a cell. See, maybe because I know you, you don't look Mexican. Thank you. You don't, you don't this look is, Mexican. But back then, I used to be pretty dark. Like, I was the darkest one in my family. Like, I used to work outside all the time. Now, I don't work outside anymore. Right. I, F that, dude. I don't know if you guys have ever done manual labor. Nope. That shit sucks. Nope. So, hell no. I'm an idiot. So, I, I get to do indoor shit. Um, so, they put us in a cell, um, fingerprinted us all, you know, did the whole thing. And thankfully, the woman who was driving, the, the girl who was driving, her dad part of the fbi so they found that out oh, here we go and they're like we're gonna let y'all go was uh, it like because when you gave the geography was it like a barney fife you know andy griffith like uh oh, jail cell or is it like a like a municipality where there's a bunch of jail cells oh no 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 no, no it was andy fife yeah, yeah it gotcha. was right, barney okay. fife and andy griffith yeah it was mayberry nice um so we're in there and but i suggest y'all say uh send a letter to the sheriff thanking him for letting y'all go. And my cousin Renee, who was pretty built and big, he just jumps up. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> you want me to thank him for handcuffing me, slamming me into a car when I did nothing but sit in the back seat? The only reason that happened is because I'm brown, I'm Mexican, and you people. And I go, shut up. <laughs> and so, yeah, that was, we never got arrested, I guess, but they did, you know, did the whole booking and everything, and we never got a record or anything. Dude, that's crazy. Yeah, dude. Yeah, you got to be careful in the, that part of the world. Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, seriously, my six-year-old Cooper, he is watching live PD. He looks at me and goes, Dad, I bet they have marijuana in that car. <laughs> I'm like, how do you know about this? Dad, that's what they're talking about. Did you know marijuana is grass? I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I, dude, there's got to be a filter in my house. I am, like, totally liberal. Let, let the kids do what they do. My wife's a prude, and she, like, tries to sit on them. But mm -hmm. the, the things that she lets them do, I'm like, what? why would you let them do that? Why is he watching live PD? Don't you understand what's going on here? They're pulling people over. Dad, why did they get the – that dog just bit that kid, that dog, that guy's leg. <laughs> like, yeah, because he's an idiot. He took off running. Oh, my God, dude. I guess I'm teaching him don't run from the cops, but still. Which is a great lesson. That's a great lesson to have. Don't just, yes, sir. No, sir. I'm good. Yeah, that, thank I you, I have sir. found many times, like, if I get pulled over and or anything's going on, look him in the eye. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. No, sir. Thank you, sir. Boom. The, the one time I actually did get arrested, um, I was completely, yes, sir. No, sir. Did my thing. When I got into the jail cell, um, the arresting officer looked at all them and said, this guy's he's been a perfect gentleman tonight. He's He's... So they actually took care of me. And thank goodness when I talked to the officer in the, in the cell, 
I'm like, so is my license suspended? He's like, your Minnesota license is suspended. I don't have I a go, Minnesota I'm, license. I'm from Florida. He goes, yeah, your Minnesota driver's license suspended. I'm like, ah, nice. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, yeah that Minnesota that place home of Babe the Big Blue Ox up there. Yes, that place is insane. I have a picture with Babe. Babe is uh, Brainerd, Minnesota, and and if you've never been to Brainerd, Minnesota, the only thing to do there is drag racing mm-hmm. and ice fishing. Yes, or if you drive towards the uh, Twin Cities, um, there is Sugar Daddy's. Sugar Daddy's definitely oh, past that place. Oh my goodness! It looks like a barn. Uh, for those of you that did not realize, Sugar Daddy's is a strip club. It's a gentleman's club, please. Gentlemen, yes, thank you. Yes, thank you, sir. I apologize uh, for those of you that uh, are gentlemen out There's there. There's a lot of gentlemen clubs along that route that you take from um, Minneapolis, Minneapolis uh, Airport, and a lot of liquor stores. What, what else is there to do? Nothing. You farm and you go to strip cl- gentlemen clubs <laughs> and uh, you ice fish out there. That's oh, it. Oh, my goodness. I, and I will say this. I've been to many a, a gentleman's club around the country. Sure. And uh, actually now globally, I just got back from Scotland. Um, How are they in Scotland? So <laughs> I can't let's imagine. just say I'm glad to be back. Yeah. Um, but I will say this. Mons Venus was always my favorite. I always thought that was top notch. That's that's the golden goose right there. Sugar Daddy's beats it. Let me tell you, 2001 across the street, I kind of enjoy that one over Mons Venus. 2001 is okay. And and maybe the reason I love Mons Venus is because I have a thing for cowgirls. If you can pull (laughs) off that look correctly. Like, hot girls wearing the boots and the thing and everything like that. I'm like, no, 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 no. You're not a real cowgirl. But there was a girl who walked up, and I went, no, she's ridden a horse. She's roped a cow. I like her. She had a dip in her mouth. Damn right. Yes, Little sir. skull bandits. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. Yeah, strip clubs to me are just like, whatever. If, I went, if I'm going to lose my money, I'm going to lose my money in a casino and go down that and route. And boy, do you. Oh, God, yeah. God, I've been with you so many times where I'm just like, oh, my God. I lose my mind. Vegas is one of my places that I just absolutely, this past time in Vegas uh, in October, I actually won money the first night. I won money the first night. Thank you very much. I was up 1600 bucks. Boom. And uh, I was like, do I tell my wife I won 1600 bucks?" <laughs> and I'm like, no, I can't tell her. I'm not telling her. I'm not. And halfway through the weekend, and I didn't gamble the next night. So I was like, I'm up. Let's just leave with this. Something in my wife goes, so have you gambled? Uh, yeah, I've gambled. Are you winning? Because you don't usually win. And I go, uh, yeah. I, and I was kind of proud. I was like, yeah, of course I'm winning. What are you talking She goes, just please come home with, uh, with $1,000. That's all I care about. Just bring home the 1000 bucks. I came home with seven hundred. I can't. I can't stop. <laughs> that's a problem. Let's go ahead and put that on the web um, on the poll here. Do you tell your spouse if you're winning? No. And results? No. One hundred percent of three thousand people just voted. No. They said no. No. And I, uh, but I, she's usually cool about it. But every time I'm out there, she's like, "Listen, we have things to pay for. We have. We just bought a Is new she house." Brazilian? No. That sounded great. That, that sounded just a, like the Brazilian. Yeah, right. That was good. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, she's usually pretty good about it. She's like, just don't, you know, look, we have a mortgage. Just be cool. I'm like, okay, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, but that's, uh, I do lose my mind in Vegas. It's just so, anything you can do and anything you want in Vegas, there, it's there. Yeah. On the phone. Thanks. Hey, I need uh, six pounds of blow up in my room and uh, a bottle of tequila. Thank It'll be you. there in like four minutes. Thank you, Mr. Logan. We'll have that there in four minutes. Would you like yeah. any kind of, do you need any razor blades or any straws with that? Right. Yeah. No, I'm good. I'm good. I got all okay. that. I brought the paraphernalia. I just didn't bring the drugs. Got you. It happens all the time. Right. All right. We're going to send that to your room right now. Thank you. Uh, would you like a massage? Wink, wink. Yeah, exactly. That's what goes on. I love oh, Vegas. Dude, Vegas. I've only been there twice. Um, one vacation, one for a gig. And yeah, both times are dangerous. It's just dangerous, man. It, you, you have to have some type of self control. I'm I'm good for four days. First day, land, hang out, do whatever. Then it goes hardcore. The next two days, dude. I lost, I lost twelve hundred dollars on my layover in Vegas. You can't play anything in there. <laughs> What's the matter with you? <laughs> it may have been the fact that I was completely hammered. Yeah, that's what happens in Vegas too. Oh, my God. I've only been to one strip club in Las Vegas. Okay. Spearmint Rhino. Spearmint Rhino. And I was by myself. I was there working. And I'm like, and I was just, I was hammered. I was up money. And I was like, you know what? It would be a really good idea to go, to go see a strip club. 
I'm like, okay, let's go. And then I'm having this whole conversation with myself because I go to the room. I'm like, no, it's too early. It's only it's 3 a.m. I, I need to go. I can't go to sleep yet. I got to be up at seven to go work. Uh, let's go to the strip club. I get to the strip. The cab driver takes me here. Tell him I send you because the cab drivers all get money to go wherever. And uh, I get in there. I got a beer. I sat at the stage and I'm like there for about I had two sips of my beer and I was like, Ugh. I don't know how long I was out. But the biggest guy on the planet actually was picking me up out of my chair and throwing me out. I think I might have been there for 15 minutes. <laughs> I basically went to some place to pass out. The comf- chairs were unbelievably comfortable. And I was just like, huh. And I got in a cab. <laughs> felt completely and totally stupid. And I've never been back to a strip club in Vegas. Oh, my God. My, my bachelor party. I passed out in the middle of a lap dance. Oh, yeah. That happens. Oh, and the, the dancer of what I'm told... Uh, the the dancer was like, um, I, I guess I should leave. And my cousin goes, no, we already paid. Just move over. Yeah. Come to me. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Those are fun. Oh, man. I Always was good out. Times. Oh, the, good times. Uh, what was I going to say? The, um, ta- you were saying something. Oh, Immokalee, the Seminole Casino down there. Mm-hmm. Speaking of gambling, this is, uh, this is one of my favorite ones. The uh, I got booked to go down and judge an Elvis impersonation contest. Oh, my God. In Immokalee, Florida. I remember getting that text from you yeah. saying that you were there. I'm in Immokalee, Florida, and I'm like, I drive down. I'm like, where the hell is this place? We are in the middle of a swamp. I mean, that's what Immokalee is. Mm-hmm. So I find the casino. I'm like, okay, go in, check in. I'm And I'm like a celebrity guest, a celebrity judge. I'm like, nobody knows me down here. <laughs> but I get down there, and the girl, who, the lady who put it all together, it's a, like a traveling troupe of Elvises, and there were like eight of them. And they were phenomenal. Nice. They were so good. I was so entertained. And they had, they had paid me uh, a fee to be down there to, to judge. But then they gave me uh, $150 a day to gamble with. I'm like, oh, shit. This is great. I'm going to drink. I'm going to. And I, they're bring, there's a bottle of vodka right in front as I'm judging. And I'm, oh, and I'm totally taking this serious because I love Elvis. And Elvis is it's hilarious. And uh, all the Elvises were great. And I'm like, man, this is going to be tough. I look at the guy. He's like, who's a radio guy from someplace down there. He's like, oh, yeah, man, these are fun. These are great. I love doing this. He goes, have you won any money? I go, man, I'm kind of like wanting to keep the money as part of the, you know, an extra 150 bucks. And I'm like going, we had a break, uh, like, a, like a three-hour break mm-hmm. in between. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I should just go spend like 150 bucks. So, I'll have yeah. 150. so I go out and uh, I go sit down at a, a slot machine. I'm going, all right. And I hate slot machines, but mm-hmm. whatever. I, I sat down there. I'm like, I'll just waste a hundred bucks. I got to be back in the room in like five minutes. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to cash out. I'm like, hold on. I'm a degenerate. I'm just going to go ahead and uh, go one more time. Mm-hmm. I hit the jackpot, 3,300 bucks. Dude. And I'm like going, dude, this is the greatest day ever. <laughs> and the lady is now calling me. She's like, uh, Jason, we're getting ready to start. Where are you? We need you here. And I'm like, I just won 3,300 bucks. So I can't be, I cannot be uh, bothered with you and your dumb contest at this point in time. I just won 3,300 bucks and you can keep your, uh, your whatever they were paying me. So I, I look at the lady, uh, the, uh, the cashier lady, and she comes over and she's like, Well, I need to cash you out. We got to do the tax stuff, blah, blah, blah. I go, Look, I got to be over here. Just bring it in there. Yeah. And now I realize, looking back, I'm like, oh, this is like a total baller move. I'm way too important to wait here. Come here to me. Hello, I'm a, I'm a judge. And here comes this lady. They're in between an act. She's counting out 3300 bucks in hundreds, right? And I'd fill out the stuff. And the, the, the Elvis guy looks at me. He's like, he's performing. He stops. He's like, hey, man, what's up? And I'm like, hey, man, I'll be right with you. I got to count out my winnings. Sorry, I'll be right back. And it was like he was so put off that I was I was counting out more money than he was making that whole week. Uh, it was so great, but I was like, "Why well, did I will go back to Immokalee just to go gamble there, just because I want thirty three hundred bucks and I'll give it all back." Dude, that's awesome. All right, we're gonna take a quick you're break. New, you're new to this. It's okay. Well, I'm, I'm sitting here going, "All right, are we doing it like a like a podcast? We're doing it like radio." Jeff says, "Wrap it up." We're gonna have to wrap it up. Gotta wrap it up. All right, we're gonna take a break because Jeff's got a tiny bladder. Yeah, right, we're right. All righty, welcome back to Two Fat Dads Podcast. I'm Ali, and your 
partner in crime over here, Jason. Hey, is that your DJ voice there, Ollie? That is my G- DJ voice. Hey, so. man, that's fantastic. That's a, that's a voice that's phenomenal. The, the Gentleman's Club DJ oh voice my God. is, man, second to none. That's right, Ali. Why don't you get those dollar bills out? <laughs> Cinnamon's going to be up on the main stage in just a minute because Cinnamon's going to be out there. Then Sapphire is going to be back out in another set. <laughs> well, that's right, guys. So stupid. Oh, my God, dude. I almost started taking my clothes off. That was so you good. Were, you were going in your pocket. Oh, my God. Hold on. Do I have ones? Do I, I don't. Do you take credit cards? Oh, they take credit cards. <laughs> that's the problem. Okay. Sorry. Uh, I know we were going to go off of this topic, but I have to tell this story. Um, so me and a mutual friend of ours, I'm not going to mention his name because I'm not asked permission. But, right. Uh, let's call him. Let's call him Frandy. Frandy. Uh, <laughs> Frandy. Yeah, that sounds fake and fun. Um, it doesn't rhyme at all. We had, we, had, we had totally had a bad week with his. I think he was still married at the time. I was still married at the time. And it was just one of those, let's get the hell out of Dodge. We're going to Cocoa Beach. So we go to Cocoa Beach, spend way too much money on dinner. This awesome seafood guys. Now we're getting lobster, crab right. legs, and we're drinking. All right. We end up at another bar, one of the tiki places in, in Cocoa Beach. We're sitting there drinking there, getting hammered, having a good time with the locals. So we find a crappy hotel. Like all we need is a room. Right. So we find this piece of shit hotel. And across the street is I put in quotes a gentleman's club. It was horrible. But it was across the street. So you're within walking distance and you're exactly. hammered. Exactly. And we're ha- and we've got we and while we're hammered, we asked the cab driver to stop at the liquor store so we could buy more alcohol for the room. As you do. Exactly. So we go to the strip club, and it's horrible. Like, it's, it's bad. Like, and this was like a Friday night, but this was, I don't know, Wednesday noon. Rate it, rate it between okay. Mons Venus and Cafe Risqué on, the, on 75. Oh, wow. Um, I, it's not even Cafe Risqué. Oh. Like, <laughs> at least Cafe Risqué has food. Um, <laughs> holy cow. Uh, it was bad. So we're just drinking. You're like, screw this, man. Let's just go back to the room. And I start, we start to leave. And one, the one good looking girl comes up on stage. Right. And I go, hey, hold on. I have to tip her. Thank goodness we have one. So I go up and I tell her, I say, I'm sorry. And I'm making eye contact the whole time. I'm just talking to her going, I just had to stop before I left. You're the <laughs> only hot girl here and you deserve to be tipped. Still not really looking at my wallet, not looking at anything. <laughs> Slip a dollar bill in her. She goes, thank you. She's looking at me and she dances off. I look and then I look back at my buddy and I go, we got to go. And he's like, why? Because I just tipped that stripper a receipt. <laughs> <laughs> yep, a receipt. Yep, I looked at. I was like, what is that white piece of? Pe- oh my god, I just gave her a receipt. <laughs> Why do you? That, that's so funny. When people ask me, like, do you want your receipt for that? Nope, I don't oh, need that. Dude, write off, man. I gotta write off everything. Everything's a receipt, man. I save every receipt. Well, not anymore. I can't do write-offs anymore. The, the whole thing is taken away for, for actors and stuff, but I'll figure out a way. We got, I need to get the write-offs. Oh. <laughs> a receipt. That's oh, fantastic. Yeah. You know, I'm, as, I'm, as we're talking about strip clubs and things like this, I'm sure my wife at some point in time is going to listen to this. Mm-hmm. I'm still married. You are. That's You're right. not. I am not. I am not. I am divorced. Yeah, so that's uh, – she's probably going, you know – uh, maybe you shouldn't talk about strip clubs so much. <laughs> That's why you don't tell her about the podcast. Yeah, well, she's going to hear about this at some point in time because, you know, I still think she likes me. So <laughs> wants to be part of it. I hope thing. so. Well, that's jury's still out. I like one. you, Jason. Thank you, Ali. You're so welcome. what else? Did you watch football this weekend? I did. I did watch some football. I was trying to keep the highlights going and stuff. But holy cow, that ending to the Minnesota, um, the Saints game. Right. That's insane because, like, I didn't get a chance to watch the game. All I saw was in the beginning, and I saw Minnesota just starting to destroy, Right. Um, you know, New Orleans. I went, well, that's done. All right. There we go. So my girlfriend and I, we're going to go. We were, like, going to go to the movies. We're going to go do that whole Cine Bistro type of thing where you can eat dinner and watch a movie Fantastic. at the same time. I'm like, all right. So we go to the bar right before we go into the movie, and they got the game up there. And it's right at the end. And I saw the score, and I went, wait, what? Yeah. They came back. Yep. And then I saw that last play. And 
how do you let that happen? How do you let? It's the last play of the game. They're not even near the end zone. All you have to do is have somebody in in back. That guy, that safety that came flying in there. I'm like, how did he miss that tackle? What? Oh, I mean, he's like, it's like he ducked his head. I, I was just, I sat there and I, uh, I stood there staring at the TV with my mouth open, just going, oh, that didn't happen. That can't. And I just felt bad for all of my Saints friends. And, you know, it just, oh, wow. Yeah, but they're, yeah, Saints. I'm not a big Saints fan. The Jags are one win away. Do you think they have a the shot? Super Bowl. I think they have a shot. Yeah, I do think they have a shot. I don't, I don't think they'll win the game. I do think they have a shot. Um, if that defense can play like the number one defense in the in the country, then I think they have a shot. As long as Blake Bortles doesn't remember, he's Blake Bortles. Are you a big Blake Bortles hater? I am not a hater. I'm a big I, supporter. I love how everyone jumps on his, just, uh, the, what's that, Ryan Clark on ESPN, just mm-hmm. dogs him out. I'm like, why would you dog him out like that? His team's still winning. Yes, he's not Tom Brady, but guess what? He's getting it done. Yeah, that's true. Uh, by the way, the, uh, Mr. Clark, if you're listening, uh, the uh, views and opinions of uh, Jason Logan do not reflect the views and opinions of this show. Yes, it does. What's the matter with you? Don't put any disclaimers on this. Ryan Clark doesn't disclaim hating on Br- uh, Blake Bortles. No, and, and I, I mean, he deserves the hate to a point, man. Well, I mean, I he's not it, done anything. On, he's, been, he's got more turnovers than a bakery. It's crazy <laughs> how many turnovers that yeah, guy Yeah, but does. whatever. He still, I mean, remember Trent Dilfer took that Ravens team to the Super Bowl? Yeah. He was the worst quarterback on the planet, Yes, too. he was. Yes, he and was. And they all dogged him out, too. But guess what? If he wins a Super Bowl, oh, he's Blake Bay. No, I thought this year he's played way above what he's normally playing. I mean, he's doing really well. And, you know, every now and then he slips back into Bortles mode. But he's been doing really well. And his legs, the the fact that he scrambles and runs, and a lot of teams aren't used to him like just taking off like that. And he's been doing really well. I hope he wins. Um, Not because I'm a Patriots hater. Um, but because I hate the Patriots. <laughs> That's a fair, fair <laughs> stance. What about this one? This one is driving me crazy. Okay. You went to UCF. I did. After my debacle at Georgia Southern, I went to UCF. Mm-hmm. And uh, what do you think about the UCF becoming national championship or be, being the team they think is the national champion? Here's what I think about that. Do I think they deserve to be the national champion? No. No. No, I do not. Do I? Am I upset that they're saying all that stuff? Not really. I'm like, they're getting a name out. They're getting publicity. They're getting people talking about it. Hell, they even have, uh, was it Joey Galloway may have been on ESPN defending them? Like, no. Do I think that they're basically the same thing? Do I think that they deserve to be the national champions? No. But I love the fact that they're doing it because now we're talking about it. And they should have been considered for the playoff. Uh, They should have been considered for the playoff. Going 13-0. Yeah, they should have. Come on. Just because you go 13-0 and 0 doesn't mean... Look, Think it, about back in the day. Back in the day, had this been the old AP? They still wouldn't have been up ranked high. high oh, they, with, there's with, no way they would even be... They might have been number eight, number nine. If they had gone undefeated all the way through and beat Auburn, an SEC powerhouse team... In the regular season... Them, they, it doesn't matter. But back in the day with the AP, they considered the, poll, the bowls as well. They took that into consideration. So after everything was done... I think they would have been up there and considered for the national championship. Nah, I don't think so. I do. I do because think so. back then they would do co championships all the time for teams that were undefeated. But then you know, like let's just say Alabama ends up winning, you know, their bowl game. They lost one, but everyone knew clearly Alabama was the number one team in the league. But there was you know some team with the undefeated. They're like, all right, so they're co champions. Let's do that. I think they would have had more. Um, more consideration back in the old they might have okay i'll give you that consideration but there's no way until you start playing in a power five conference it's always been that way yeah i think i think they need to i think they need to expand the playoffs um not just for the teams that will not get in with a four um teams that aren't in the uh, power five but i think if you expand it i think it's just more entertaining for us i think i think an 18 playoff is definitely the way to go but I think this is what I think about UCF. I think UCF should become an independent like Notre Dame and then start scheduling teams. Yes. Because they're not scheduling anybody. But don't schedule Georgia Tech, who's middle of the pack in the ACC. Schedule an LSU, who's always going to be good. Schedule a Texas A&M. 
schedule the Alabamas of the world or the Auburns during regular season, and then we can discuss. Yeah, and and I'm looking at I'm looking at Alabama's schedule for last season, you sure. know, this or this past season, and they beat some pretty top notch teams. I mean, Florida State. They were number were, they were number three in the country at that time when they played. Yes, yes, they were Fresno State, no, Colorado no. State. They really like states. Um, Vandy, uh, who wow conference you got to deal with it. Yeah, Ole Miss, another one, another powerhouse team. Ole Miss beats Alabama. Texas A and M, not a bad team. It's pretty good. Arkansas, not so good. Tennessee, horrible this year. LSU, not the LSU that we remember, but it's still LSU. It's a close game. Mississippi State, Mercer. Well, that's a yeah. The juggernaut known as Mercer. They lost to Auburn, and then they beat Clemson and Georgia. So you look at that schedule. It look everybody. Come on, man. Everybody has their down years. Now look at what UCF played. They beat Memphis you, twice. Right. Ranked, ranked, but USF they, was ranked. USF, that was their one game that they should that that was a, a premier game because everybody at the beginning of the season was saying USF is going to be the one team mm-hmm. that goes undefeated and that should be in the consideration. They had one loss going into it, and it was a fantastic game. But that was other a phenomenal that, game. Other than that, really, UCF. See, I think that hurt. What hurt? What hurt UCF was the fact that USF lost. I was hoping it was going to be an undefeated, right. two undefeated teams at the end, um, and had it been. That would have been, oh, so good. Um, and it would have helped whomever. If, if USF would have won, it would have helped both of them because they would have been ranked higher. Um, also, the, the loss of Georgia Tech on their schedule uh, yeah. because of the hurricane. See who, look at that right there. See who uh, UCF played. Uh, we played the, FIU, Memphis, Memphis. Um, who we beat. Georgia Tech got canceled. Uh, Maryland, who we beat. It was a blowout. They yeah, destroyed Maryland. Now, see, that's that that was a schedule. They're like, okay, you threw Maryland in there, mm-hmm. but they're middle of the pack. They're bottom of the pack in the Big Ten. Terrible. Yep. Uh, we beat Cincinnati, East Carolina, who had a horrible Pirates season. God, they were horrible this year. Navy, who had a pretty good team. At and I believe time, at that time, they weren't they ranked at that time? They had one yep. loss. Uh, Austin P, which everyone knows is shit. Um, <laughs> SMU. Um, UConn, Temple, USF, and Memphis again, and then Auburn. Yeah, that was, it, it, but that last five game, games was just not. That's so, what I'm saying. Look, it's the Blue Bloods against everybody else, and that's what yeah. goes on. And that, and, and that needs to change. It really does need to change because just because, okay, if Vanderbilt were to go undefeated, and if Vanderbilt went undefeated playing an SEC schedule, yeah, then you're in. Are they up? Are they, are, do, oh, are they automatic? In. Yes. Because it's the SEC. Now imagine uh, UCF's game in the SEC. Okay, it's, I, it doesn't it doesn't translate. It seemed to translate okay. They beat Auburn. They beat Auburn against an, an Auburn team that pretty okay, good. They dominated them the entire game. Uh, they, do you really want to be? I remember when uh, Utah smacked the you know what out of Florida State. Florida State was getting ready to go in to be play for the national championship. If they beat that game, Florida State shows up at the Sugar Bowl like whatever. And Utah destroys them. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? Oh, granted, they had an Alex Smith on that team that played very well, but still, yeah, you gotta you gotta want to be there. And when you know you're not going anywhere, that's the problem with bowl games. They're just like over glorified. Hey, See, whatever. that's that's my issue with people going. Oh, they weren't motivated. Bullshit. Don't with the excuses. No bullshit. Listen, They're you, out in the field. You te- you telling me that you're out on that field and you're not wanting to win? Bullshit. You wait, think if they on. lose, hold they on. lose to UCF in a bowl game that they're not going to be embarrassed? Bullshit. You, you think showing Bullshit. up to a peach bowl to play UCF, I don't care if undefeated or not, is the same thing as showing up at Jordan Hare against Alabama? Come I didn't on. say that. I'm, I didn't say it was the it's same. Motivation. But you're out there. You're wanting to win the game. You're not going to want to lose. No, who cares? These half these kids only play the the, the what's the, the uh, quarterback from UCLA? He didn't play. What that hurt? Play, he's going to go play professional football. Yeah, but you're going UCLA. I'm talking about Auburn. I'm just talking about these kids. They, 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 dude. But that didn't happen. That Sports, didn't happen here. They, they played. They, they had their starters played. UCF no, started playing. Oh, please. You're crazy. And UCF you're talking gibberish won. now. <laughs> you're talking the gibberish. I'm talking truth. I'm happy that UCF won. But mm-hmm. what happens this year? What happens this year if they go undefeated again? Dude, if they go undefeated, let's put it like this. If they start rolling uh, uh, a couple seasons like Boise State did, mm-hmm. if they start rolling that way, 
Yeah, they they need to, they need their aid again. I think they need to become independent. I just shut it down, shut conferences down, and schedule people. But if they start rolling a couple seasons together, they're going to get picked up by a Big Twelve or somebody else and be put in a power conference. Do you think they'll want to put another comp- competitive? I mean, I don't see why business-wise you would want to put another team well, in your conference it, that could really challenge your other big-name well, teams in the conference. Let's just use Big 12 for an example. Where I mean, they have no presence in the state of Florida. And Orlando, and let's say, say you've added two teams. Say you take US, US, USF mm-hmm. and UCF, mm-hmm. two of the biggest media markets in the country. Yeah. Going to be on TV, up your ratings. You're going to be able to recruit the state of Florida 10 times better than you actually ever did. Yeah. You know, state of Florida has a million kids that could go play. Even three-star athletes are better than, you know, Utah's five-star athlete. Yeah. So, you know, you're out there. You do your thing. I think they need to, they either need to get out of that conference. I mean, when they all changed it up when they were in the Big East, yeah. they, that screwed up everything. Mm-hmm. But they got to get out of that conference or get it, get into a regular conference that is going to be able to play with the big boys. That's it. Yeah, and I'd, I'd love to see it happen. I think here's the thing. Do I think had they gotten invited to the playoffs that they would have done well and gone on? No. No, I don't. I think they would have held their own. Oh, I, think I think they would have so. been fine. I think I think it was about just be given give that opportunity to UCF to show that they can play and hang in. And if they lose a close game to, let's say, Alabama, let's say, you know, Ohio or State Georgia. Or, or Georgia, yeah. you know, something like that. They lose a close one. They, they show that they belong there. That opens it up for everyone. But nobody wants to see that. They don't. Everyone just wants to keep going. They just get destroyed. They'd get destroyed if they played those teams. Bullshit. I don't think they get destroyed, but. Because that's what they said against Oregon when we went up against Oregon um, in our first ever, you know, Oh, and Baylor. Day. When they, when, like, uh, Baylor, Baylor yeah. yeah. When they beat Baylor, that was insane. Yeah, no, no, UCF doesn't have a chance. UCF didn't have a chance against Auburn either. I and what happened? What Uh-oh. happened? Uh-oh. I just, I'm tired of all these people telling me that UCF should be the national champion. No, I don't think they should be the national champion. I think UCF, uh, the powers that be at UCF, Danny White, um, you know, is wanting at least a dialogue going in for UCF. And not just UCF, just other small markets. I think I he think, saw the movie The Greatest Showman and figured he was uh, P.T. Barnum. Damn it. I haven't seen that yet. I haven't seen it either, but I think that's what's going on. Look, am I a proud UCF alumnus? I'm not proud. I went there. Back in the day, they <laughs> called it You Can't Finish. So that's what happens. But, you know, whatever. It, it is what it is. We'll figure out life. Do you know the head-to-head matchup uh, against, like, Alabama and UCF? What that, what that is? No. The 1-0. UCF's undefeated against Bama. Oh, they are? Mm-hmm. When did they beat them? Uh, a couple years ago, right? Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, suck it, SEC. Yeah, we belong. <laughs> UCF. Yeah, kick Vandy out and then let UCF go in there. I'd be okay with that. I, you know what? Let's make things happen. <laughs> Let's do so, this right now. Here's the thing, Right though, now, we're going to start UCF a petition. UCF is like the second largest college university in America. Yeah, Michigan, it's massive. And how they can't get into a program, how they can't recruit kids, it's unbelievable. But they just got to start scheduling better people. That's all. And, and start wearing them out. But you know how schedules go. Schedules go like five, six years in advance. They I mean, still need a schedule. What are we talking about? But no, who's going to want to play them? They should. They should always want to play. No, no, no. Not UCF. I think UCF wants to play anybody. It's the other team. It's it's Bama. It's, they'll, you know, it's play. the big team. They'll Florida. They don't FIU. want to. Who wants to play FIU? Nobody wants to play FIU. FIU doesn't want to play FIU. Know, right? Oh, it's the worst. Ugh. But whatever, that's what happens. You know, all right, so that's that's my thing on UCF. I, uh, I I'm proud of I'm I'm proud of UCF. I think they had an amazing season. They did. I'm, Good I'm, for them. I'm sad that um, you know Scott Frost went home to Nebraska. But the new quarter, the new coach and his defensive coordinator. What's the new coach's name? Uh, the guy that he played for, uh, Josh Heupel. Yeah, that's Josh it. Heupel. And then they brought in Randy Shannon to be mm-hmm. defensive coordinator. That that's that's how you make this program better. Yes, right there. 100%. Yes. Yes. Speaking of Randy Shannon, um, what do you think Miami's going to do? Miami, 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 I think, overachieved this year. Yes. I think all of the hype that was going on with Miami, um, you know, like this is their year. This is going to be it. I, uh, I, th- I still think they're a year or two out before 
Mark Rick is a great don't. coach, and he mm-hmm. will make that team. I hate Miami with a passion. Right. I'm a Florida State fan. I know. And we have a horror. We had a, just a terrible season. It was bad. And I'm glad Jimbo Fisher's gone. But I hate Miami. <laughs> I hate them with a passion. I, I, I care less about Florida. Yeah, I, I, I just I, hate yeah, Miami. I don't like But Florida. that's okay. I, Miami's good. I mean, Florida State almost beat them. Which was yeah. a shocker. Well, it's a rivalry game, though. I mean, yeah, somebody was motivated to win. Oh, look at this! Look at, look at that full circle. Look at that full circle. That's what happens. <laughs> but yeah, no, Miami's, Miami's Mark Rick's a good coach. And when he went down there, I was like, oh yeah, he's going to turn that program around. So that'll that'll be it'll be it's good. It's good to. I mean, Florida State's beaten Miami five straight. I mean, uh, Florida five straight. Mm-hmm. They just they beat Miami four straight and Miami won this year. So it's better when Miami's good. I think it's better when all three of the power teams in Florida are good. I think it's really good for not only, you know, just college football in general. Yes. These games are just hyped. It just it's so much more fun to watch an FSU Florida go at it, a Miami FSU game go at it. And if they ever start scheduling again, Florida UM are just so good. And if we could get I would love to have five always ranked teams. Yes. You know, USF, UCF, and, and the, you know, the power three right. in, in Florida, I think would be huge if we could get the, everybody doing well. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's look when Miami was swag and they were mouthing off. And when I see, but when I see somebody throw the U sign at me, I'm like, dude, you have got to stop that <laughs> uh, because it should, but that's when Miami was good. And those, the, the band, when they just, ran it ran their mouths i mean it was so good back in the day and, it was yeah and i and i loved it and uh and, and all i ever wanted to do when we would go wide right or wide left i just i crumbled because i just wanted to shut miami fans up and he couldn't do it because they were so good i got to play um halftime at a miami game and uh for marching band i was in the marching band yes I what was. i was a percussionist a drummer and uh, they had a thing where they would invite certain schools uh, to all join up and form Miami, spell out Miami, all these schools, and we play one song. Did all you together. do it in script? Yes, we like, did it in script. Nice. Okay, good call. And um, but I remember uh, being on the field, and the the smoke clears. And we're like we're trying to get off the field uh, to get out right. after our pregame performance. Smoke clears. Here comes Miami players. And the other team was practicing near there, and they come running out, and that was bad. They come, and it just turned into a fight. Like That's it was so a great. fight. And I remember seeing um, a player grab a helmet from the ground, <laughs> kept his helmet on, and he's just swinging. He's just swinging that helmet. Boom! And that was back in ninety, maybe ninety, ninety one, right around there. Thugs. Oh, dude, it was insane. Thugs. <laughs> I love it, though. But they were winning like a mother. Of course. Those damn, that happens. was back in the wide right uh, bowls. Oh, yeah. That you remember be. those, right? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Terrible. But there was nothing better than a Florida State-Miami game. Mm-mm. Nothing better. Nothing better. That was so much. I mean, you got so hyped for the old school FSU-Miami games. In my hometown, you were, you know, the three. That's it. But it was majority Miami. Yeah. Um, we had uh, Albert Bentley. Uh, went to Miami, and then he went on to play for the uh, the Colts. Uh, great running back, Albert Bentley. Um, so everybody's like, "Oh my God, we got a player right. playing for Miami." So everyone was rooting for that. And then Edron goes, which was crazy. Edron goes to Miami and gets drafted by the Colts. Um, and then his cousin Javaris gets goes to Miami, gets drafted by the Colts. I'm like, "What the hell's going on?" It's minor league. It's like it was crazy. Um, but yeah, so we would always have a football game, a pickup football game, uh, FSU fans versus Miami fans. Oh God, did you guys fight before the game too? No, we didn't fight. But it was it would man, there were some pretty big hits. There were some pretty gay, big hits on those fun. like just, whew, yeah, it was bad. It's good stuff though, man. That's what that's what college is all about. Yes, yes, just that rivalry, and that's why I, I like I, I don't understand why some people don't like college football. They're like, ah, oh, like NFL. I don't like college football. I mean, um, the NFL is the worst. I don't want to say the worst, but the only good thing about the NFL right now is fantasy. Oh, yeah. And I was at a pick'em league and I came in third. I was on fire. I won mine. Nice. Won my league. Which, if you're listening, you you guys owe me money. Um, 
Um, but yeah, I won my league, one of my leagues. The other league, I was the previous champion and did so not do well. But see, I, don't, I mean, I don't want to say NFL is the worst because I really despise basketball. Basketball is totally horrible. Mm-hmm. The NBA, what a, what a terrible process that is going on right now. I mean, I like your superstars. It's fine. But, you know, the Orlando Magic, what a, what a train wreck that is. Oh. But, you know, the NFL, it's, it's the juggernaut, man. It's, they make so much money. And it's like, I just, I, 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 will, I will watch games. I'm a Tampa Bay Buccaneer fan, so that's whatever. You know, you got to deal with Jameis Winston and, his, you know, crab legs and, pushing people in their head <laughs> idiot but uh the uh but it's just it's it becomes almost sanitized and it's like i don't know well I, they're freaking out right now yeah. because of all the concussions and everything that's going on that's why i think that's why they allowed all the celebrations back in nfl Which because of all I the negative funny. press yeah negative press because of the concussions they're like we need to bring it we right. need to let that let them have fun so we can keep some viewers um there's a stat right now they're thinking like maybe 10 years NFL goes yeah. away because they're saying there's no longer going to be like Pop Warner anymore. Mm-hmm. No one's going to be letting their kids play. And then it'll slowly move into high school where there won't be there won't be any football in yeah. high school. So at that point, like, who do you recruit from? How do you get right. players that are going to be good enough? I say, here's my thing. You want to get rid of the concussions? Go back to the leather helmets. Go back to the leather helmets. Without face masks. Yeah. Because you're not going to lead with that anymore. You're not going to go straight with your head, the crown of your head anymore. You're going to have to learn how to tackle like rugby players. Go back to that stuff. Take less of the padding off or take more of the padding off. And that makes you a little bit more careful on what you're going to do. And I think that would eliminate a lot of the concussions. Yeah. And to go full circle, this is why soccer is a beautiful game. (laughs) I'm just saying. Although you see these reports with all these little girls are getting concussions because they head the ball. As you can't a, head the ball anymore. I'm going to tell you right now, as an actor, um, <laughs> I love soccer. Yes, like, I, I get most of my training from soccer. Um, wow. They, the, the acting that comes out of soccer. Let me it. tell you, the, fun, the, the <laughs> in this 3v3 tournament this weekend, my kid, he's, he, he's huge. He's a big freaking six-year-old. He's a big kid. There's all these little, you know, little tights running around. He just towers above them. Well, he <laughs> he got knocked down or kicked. I don't know what happened, but he was on the ground. Oh god! And he rolled around, and he laid there for a second until the referee, who was on the other side of the field, came running over to see if he was okay. He gets up, fixes his shin guard like nothing happened. But he was on the ground for a good. 15, 20 seconds kind of rolling around. Mm-hmm. I looked at him. I looked at my wife. I go, he's a freaking flopper. <laughs> my kid is flopping right now. Oh, he's man. watching way too much soccer on TV. And that it, I was like, this kid, he just milked that. It was crazy. That's so, insane. Now, 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 do you encourage the flopping? No, do you- we don't encourage flopping. Good. No. Good. Do you? How do you feel? You know what? No, I'll save that for our next uh, in a couple of weeks when we come back and, and do another podcast. Okay. Because I, I wanted to see how you felt about everyone gets a trophy. Oh, you don't want to hear that story. That's oh, a rant that's on top awesome. of a rant. That's awesome. We'll bring that back in a couple of weeks. Now, Jason, uh, for those of uh, those of you listening, where can we find you? Uh, where can we? Where you can, we can find me on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and it's all Logan Mania. Logan Mania. I think Facebook is is Jason Logan. But uh, Logan Mania on Twitter and Logan Mania on Instagram. I don't really know how that stuff works. Nice. What have, about you, your- fi- have you figured out Snapchat? I can't figure that out. Kind of. I've kind of figured it out. Uh, but like I only snap with some friends and, you yeah. know, and yeah, fi- you can find me on Snapchat, comedic actor. And if you want to send boobs, feel free. Um, <laughs> I've, I've not had one boob. They always talk about, you know, Snapchat. That's where you get the boobies. Yeah, yeah I get none of that. Um, your what? website. Uh, Logan Awesome. Uh, you can find me on, on Facebook, uh, comedic actor, uh, a Ali Flores, uh, on Facebook. You can find me comedic actor, uh, a Ali or Ali Flores comedy on Twitter. Uh, you can find me on, and it's funny. Yes. Thank you. You can find me on Instagram comedic actor. You can find me on PlayStation and Xbox live comedic actor, play some video games, things like that. Thank you guys so much for listening. <laughs> uh, we'll be back in a couple weeks. Uh, hope you guys uh, tell your friends, tell everybody about this. And if, uh, if it sucked, um, don't tell anybody, you know. We'll just, do better. Yeah, we'll do better. All right. Take it easy, everybody. Thank you.